When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My first one was making love with you. And that was, I think, the, I not, I think I know that that was the first and only time in my life that I actually knew the difference between sex and making love. Like, you know, you hear about making love and I just thought it was just words that were interchangeable with each other. Sex, making love, doing the yeah. nasty, da, 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 yeah. you know? But making love was is actually a whole different thing. It really like a is a whole different level of of sex. Like when she started eating my butthole, I was like, "This is making love." And then we started experimenting with different foods up there, and <laughs> this is beautiful. This is really it was beautiful. Really, well, really, we both really beautiful. <laughs> Should they don't tell you? I'm Nikki Limo. Hello, and this is the host with the most. Which one? Me. Oh, what about me? I got the second most. I'm the host with the most. The most what? Got it all. What of all of what? I got all the most of it. How how much? So today, what are we talking about? We are talking about well, first of all, it's our two hundredth episode. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Break up. True. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like it was just yesterday that we did our hundredth episode, which is it's pretty crazy because we only release these once a week, so yes. that's two hundred weeks. Wow, two hundred straight weeks of doing this wow. show, and it has come very far from being in a closet in an office in Beverly Hills. Wait, did we miss some weeks? How long have we been doing the show? We've been doing this for four years now, Steve. How have we been for four years? There's fifty-two weeks in a year. Fifty-two, 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 fifty-two. Is that how? Is two hundred four or two hundred? That's Eight. absolutely wild. But then, but then there's like a couple episodes, and then there were reruns. Right, that makes sense. I don't know. Anyway, two hundred episodes. Wild. And I, you know, our last, our one hundred episode, we took calls. We did live calls yes. from the audience, which was really, really cool. Um, but it had to be split into two episodes because we talked to you guys too, too much. Too we long. Just like really liked the conversation. Um, and this time, since it is around uh, Valentine's Day, I believe this comes out the week of Valentine's Day, right before. Um, I thought because most of our uh, episodes that people really like have found or have messaged like in, like a, a, this really helped my life with were the relationship episodes. Yes. And whenever we do and ask us anything, they have the opportunity to ask us anything about anything. Yeah. And the majority of people ask about relationships. So I thought because Valentine's Day and 200th episode and the relationship thing that we would talk about our personal top 10 moments in our 10 years of being together. We're coming up on nine years, I think. Wait, you said five. Five years of marriage. You said top five moments. No, five each. Oh, thank God. Yeah. I was like, dude, I'm about to get, okay, about to pull some shit Math out of my is ass. not your strong suit this episode, right? I think I disagree. Oh, okay. I think I'm shining. My bad. I'm shining. How much are you shining? <clears throat> the most? Quite a bit. The most. The most, thank you. <laughs> All of it. Um, Yeah, but... The rules on this one, though, I gave Steve. I was like, I don't want to know your top five. I'm, won't, I'm not going to tell you my top five. But the rules are not, don't, you can't, you can't pick the big ones. You no can't cheating. pick, no, like, oh, the wedding was the best moment. Like, obviously, the wedding's the best moment. Obviously, there was, like, yeah. some really standout moments get that are, yourself. like, milestone moments. <clears throat> yeah, we get it. I'm talking about some game-changing moments in the relationship. Like, what really leveled up the relationship in a big way? What was so like that you a, guys can emulate it in your lives, hopefully. <laughs> like, maybe. Or, or like... Or just re or recognize these recognize, moments. Yeah, not emulate, but, like, recognize that it's, it's these little things, not necessarily the big gestures, like the big romantic gestures, although those are really cool. Um, but the, like, the things that, that... The meat and potatoes of it. Yeah. And I how think... How it works. How we made it work with through those moments right exactly yeah. so i'm curious to hear yours and um i'm going to share mine we'll just go back and forth okay one -on -one. square deal you go first oh uh -huh. damn uh -huh. well hold on one second well i made the rules i'm the host with the most no that's me oh what am i 
I don't know your Nikki Limo. Okay, here we That's go. That's it. Okay. Um <clears throat> so this one is is one that um I've talked about before to you. Mm-hmm. But it really is, I think, the best advice that I could give anybody. I actually was listening to somebody recently on a podcast, and they mentioned doing this, and I was like, oh, so this is something that people need to do more, I think. And it was, so the night before we got married, you and I were just in a hotel room together, and we were raw dog fucking. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) No, but we, we, um. We weren't. We were in a hotel room together, and it was like the night before, like, the big thing, right? So, like, you know, everyone's basically in town at that point and stuff, but, like, it was just you and me in a room, and like we had a little bit of champagne or whatever. But it was like just talking about our relationship, talking about our lives so far, how we all how we got together, how we got to this point, mm-hmm. how we're about to get married tomorrow. And I don't know, man. That's like honestly one of my favorite moments of my life um, because um, it just <clears throat> the next day is so busy. There's yes. so much going on from the time that you wake up from the, to the time that you go to bed. Like we fell asleep together. Like even that night before, before we it was just us it was like the wedding rehearsal and there was just a lot going on there's like all your family members are there like and and you feel the need to cater to them yeah and and all your friends are there and they're all like meeting up at your house or like what time is this and when's that and when are we supposed to your phone's constantly blowing up from random people who are like yo where do I park you know yeah so then um yeah that that, so doing that with you was great because the it it just helped me the next day appreciate it more Same. because we did that. And I recommend everybody do that. Like, I, yeah, I was listening to a podcast and the guy talked about how he had done that with his fiance the night before uh, and it, or the day before, I think. But and how much it meant, like, because it, it it really is a great day. The wedding day is amazing and stuff. And yeah. It really is. That's one of my favorite days ever, for sure. But that night in particular, I don't know. Especially because we got to just talk about everything before yeah. we before we made the leap, we got to just talk about you know where we came from, how we met, you know, coming up together. Our favorite memories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know. We're dude. both really sentimental people exactly. too, so I think that really helped both of us to know like, hey, we're both in the same mental state right now, the same place. Yeah, we're on the same page. I think that's how it should be going into. Um, vowing forever with someone you like to know that you're on the same page as them and i already knew that but it was about just checking in with each other in a great way um that sounds very corny to some but yeah i really really appreciate appreciated that and and i still feel like we have that little bit of juju um we do when it comes to checking in with each other yeah like our communication skills are on off the motherfucking chain i honestly um i didn't plan on what if we have the same moments? Because that was one of mine too. <laughs> well, well, I go. said uh, getting married specifically the night before and the night of when we took time away from everyone just to appreciate it all. Remember on the yep. actual wedding day yeah, itself too, yeah. at the reception in the evening after the sun went down and pe- you could, it was on the beach. It was on our venue that was overlooking the beach. And there was, we went down to the beach to take pictures yep. and Instead of going back to the party right away, like the sun goes down because we took the pictures at sunset and everyone's dancing. You can hear the music. And we just watched from the beach up at everyone. All the people we love. All the people we love having a good time. And that was one of my favorite moments of just like that appreciation and reflection of of unity and people coming together and to celebrate our, like our love and like that and to love somebody and to be loved back is is amazing but then to have the support of all of your family and friends there too is is just really it was really special to at least to view it as an observer it is bonkers without bonkers. being like in it in it so yeah i always will appreciate that um yeah yeah it was great that was awesome um yeah i do think our communication is is really good like that if there's like a a time of a lot of stress or something big is coming up we we do like take a moment to gather our thoughts together yeah and you know we'll probably get to this more but it's just because i know you so well like i really do like you know know you like the back of my hand whatever the people say but like i really do know like your intentions and like when i <clears throat> hear you talk about something i understand where you're coming from yeah like, almost always and i'm always rooting for you and where you're coming from and 
that helps so much. If you yeah. can get there with your significant other where you're like rooting for where they're coming from and you want to have their back yeah. in all stages of Not just the words life. that they're saying, but like their intentions behind it. Yeah. So even if they're not communicating it clearly, you understand what they mean and yeah. you, you're rooting for them. You're trying to help them, you know, even if you can't articulate it. And so, yeah, having that with you, our communication level yeah, it's, it's like when beautiful. it's like when you get vanilla almond milk at the store, but I know you meant to get original. And you know what? And so it's Worth the, the half intention. Time, we're break. <laughs> <laughs> it's the intention that counts. Okay, I put as my number one, even though that was so. I one of mine was that night too. So now we got two crossed off already. We're done. Though. The first freaking ten minutes of the show. Yeah, this might be a twenty minute episode. Okay, sorry guys, we were too much on the same page. Yep. When your communi- communication skills are too good. There you go. <laughs> All right, my first one was, uh, Dad, you can skip this part. Just go ahead and earmuffs or like skip this part right now. Uh, okay, great. Hey, now my that, dad, turn up the volume. Now that my dad's not listening and, that's, and, your, and that Steve's dad is hear about your son fully listening. Laying it down. <laughs> I didn't know that's what I was going to say. I hope so. I thought I was going to talk about you beating me up. <laughs> just, just domestic abuse. <laughs> dad, put on the Bose. Put on the Bose headphones and crank it all the crank way up. All We're about- up. <laughs> Um, okay, so my first one was making love with you, and that was, I think, the I not I think I know that that was the first and only time in my life that I actually knew the difference between sex and making love. Like you know, you hear about making love, and I just thought it was just words that were interchangeable with each other: sex, making love, doing the yeah. nasty, yeah. you know. But making love was is actually a whole different thing. It really like is. A whole different level of of sex. Like when she started eating my butthole, I was like, this is making love. And then we started experimenting with different foods up there. And <laughs> this is beautiful. This is really beautiful. It was really, really beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I think this was a game changing moment for me because you when we first got together, you had just gotten out of a four year relationship. It was like a couple weeks later, you know, it was like pretty wild. Yeah, I'm kind of and a legend. Like I wasn't that. trying to do that. I w- I remember talking to your best friend at the time to not tell you that I kind of liked you for at least six months because I wanted you to sow your wild oats. I wanted you to go out there and like have a single boy time and not feel locked down in another relationship because I wanted to lock you down. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I'm definitely want a serious relationship out of this guy but i don't want to be the next fling yeah and so when he told you immediately and then we went on a date immediately and we fell in love immediately i was like damn it i hope this isn't ruining everything you know i really (laughs) hope that that this isn't just like I'm just the first new girl that you've been with since your ex. And so there's feelings that are exaggerated. But isn't love a complicated thing? Because yeah. the fact that it was that easy for us, but also that made it the most complicated thing at the same time yes. for everyone looking in and for us too. And like, absolutely, know, it was just very odd that it happened the way that it happened. Because I, I try to tell people to like give yourself the advice that you would give a friend. And if a friend told me, Hey, I'm in love with this guy who just got out of a relationship. If and somebody I think said that on shit, they don't tell you. We'd yeah, both, we'd, we'd be, be like, like "Whoa, Ooh, be dial careful! Back. Why don't you uh, slow down, speedboat?" Yep. You know, what are you in a hurry for? Yeah, cool your jets but a dude, little. I just couldn't stop seeing you. It was like even a night off without you. I was like, I got to see Nikki tonight, or I got to see Nikki yeah. tomorrow. I have to see Nikki tomorrow. And, and it didn't make it better that all of our friends were kind of telling us like, hey, yeah, yeah. you're probably a rebound and all this stuff. They went to the wedding too. Like, they, yeah. <laughs> Well, they, they were just, they were trying to have my back. Of course. They were, and I was like, yo, I am on the same page as you. I totally agree. I would tell me the same thing, but there's something different about Steve. And it, uh, when we actually made love, which I think, was the first time we had sex, like real sex. Yeah, yeah. The first first time I was too nervous. Yeah. But like the first time that we like, and I remember everything like in the room visual. Like yep. I just, it's so, it's Same. so very visceral. Very good lighting. Um, I had a brick wall, like an exposed brick wall that had a big bay window. And then there were sheer white curtains in front of it with the Christmas, Christmas lights, the yeah. white Christmas lights yep. around it. Yep. And it lit up the whole room and my floors are really shiny wood uh they were like lacquered and they were like it was like an old hollywood she kept them very clean too 
Exactly. Yeah, at least they always looked that way. And so the lights were like reflecting off the floor and and then there was like music playing and it was it was just a really really beautiful moment that I had never experienced with anyone in my life, like Same. a really different like level poignant. of inti- intimacy. Yeah. Yeah, and it was after that night that I was like, no, this is real, real. Yeah. Like, this is really real. And it was like a couple of days later where I said, I love you. And you said that you were screaming it in your head during that night. I was. Yeah. yeah. It was it was crazy. I couldn't believe it. Well, I already knew I loved you like on our first date. I was like, shit. Yeah, I was same. like, shit, shit, shit. Yeah, same. I was like, this is gonna hurt, you know? But, mm-hmm. but it, I didn't feel that way actually. I was just like, my logical brain yeah, you're was trying going to, like, like, protect yourself. Let's talk ourselves out of yep, this. Same. Let's be good boys. Yeah. Right? Come on now. But I had already gotten, like, you know, Party Steve out of my system in my early 20s. Like, I was in the improv scene and, like, everybody's fucking everybody. A lot of that. I actually didn't like all that stuff. Yeah. Like, I was in a long term relationship and coming into LA and then we broke up and then I kind of had my little day in the sun where I was dating multiple people like around the same time and it was great and all but it was also the worst thing I've ever gone through (laughs) (laughs) like as far as like it's great to like that I went through that yeah but it was the worst most empty I've ever felt like just not being committed to something yeah I have to commit to something same if I'm not committed to something I feel empty Mm -hmm. and so no matter what it is in life if I'm not committed to something I'm fucked. Yeah, we're both pretty all the way in or all the way out. People. I have to be building something. We don't really half-ass things unless it's something like our taxes and you like you have to do it. You gotta, you gotta half-ass you have, that but shit. So I give it to someone else that that's their job and they do that for a living and that way I don't have to feel bad about it. But I'm a builder, right? So I have to be building something yeah. somewhere, whatever it is. And the idea of dating or like casually dating or casual sex even mm-hmm. means that you are you put like two blocks up and then you wipe the table every night. And like that, yeah. it really does feel like that. It feels like, what have I accomplished? Right. And, and you know, other than like, yeah, I got it. You know, I got it in. You know what I mean? It doesn't, I don't know, dude. I like to, yeah, I like to um, build things. So, so that's what made it very okay for me to go from one relationship to the other with you. Mm-hmm. And I never felt FOMO, never felt like I messed out looking back right now the best thing i ever did was that yeah and it wasn't like our first date was the first time we ever met you know it wasn't like we met on yeah. hinge or something and that no. was like we went from i love you on the first date you know that that would be pretty crazy but we had three years of getting to know each other mm-hmm. beforehand so it wasn't as strange like it wasn't there wasn't as much of a get to know you period because i already felt like i knew th- a lot about you yeah and we knew each other on camera mostly at first mm-hmm. and then i got to know you off camera more like because you know we would act in skits and shit yeah. and you would always be this dumb broad the year <laughs> leading up to us getting together because it started valentine's era um which was like two, valentine's era 2012 which was exactly 10 years ago yeah. so we were both in serious relationships and we were playing a couple in a sketch and it was like a three-day long shoot, shoot yeah, we because were, it was uh, like a half an hour long choose your own adventure sketch yeah and that was the first time that i had ever gotten to like actually talk to you in like a more one-on-one situation and we were both just talking about what we were going to do for our significant others for valentine's day and i didn't know that you were such a like a such a relationship guy a romantic a romantic guy yeah because you uh I didn't hear the best things about you from your significant other. Thank you. So I, <laughs> and my experiences with you were you were kind of trolly, kind of an asshole. So I was kind of like, okay, her story lines up. Um, but then, <laughs> but then when you were like <laughs> opening up about stuff, I was like, damn, this guy actually is so like me in a relationship. Did you ever hear me bad talker? Never. Yeah, Not no, one time. That's probably the worst thing about that relationship is that I had, you know, no matter who you talk to, my buddy Richard, anybody, they're all like, you never said one bad thing. But I never heard a good talk about you. Well, no, that's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. The betrayal was so deep. So that's what helped me let go of that. Like, because my plan was to try to get her back because I'm such a fucking idiot, hopeless mm-hmm. romantic type. That I was like, I'm going to get this shit back. I'm going to fucking make this work and all shit. But then you came into my life and I found out that that betrayal had happened and once you betray me bro yeah there's no going back same i will close it's you we're out such, of my life we're such ride or dies that so, like if i give you like all of me and i'm like i am 
dedicated to the throne of Steve. Yeah. And then you like throw me under a bus. I'm like, I can't, that hurts so much that I would never saw that coming. And I'm like, dude, I will have you, I will have your back in all known universes. You know how yeah. they, they have, when you sign a contract, all known universes and fucking shit. <laughs> like I will have your back throughout every fucking generation, bro. Yeah. But when I found that out, I was so devastated to find that out because I had had this chick's back the whole time. Yeah. To her parents, to her family members, people talk shit on her. Anytime anybody talks shit on her, I fucking step in and be like, you don't get to talk to her like that, right? Mm -hmm. All that stuff. And then that's a fine how do you do when you find out <laughs> later that they're just shitting on your head every time you leave a room. And you know, I don't know what was going on there. Yeah, I'm not just trying to, you know, who, it wasn't the right fit. I know, it wasn't the right fit. I'm not trying to bring her down. No, 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 like no it, I'm not either. I'm it, not either, but I'm just that saying. that just is what it is, but, like, in a relationship. But what? when people ask the question, yeah. how was he able to move on that easily? It was that that just, like, yeah. free, opened the doors and made me go, holy shit. I can, I can move on with impunity. I don't, I'm not at all stuck in the past with this. I could really move on. Now, we found out, like, early on in our relationship that I wasn't ready to move on from all feelings as far as, like, um... I was blaming you for things through anger. Same. That happened in my last relationship because I hadn't processed them yet. Yeah. But once we fought through a lot of that, which I'm sure we'll get to still, um, it, yeah. was, it was great. Yeah. So making love. That was- Making love. That was my number one on that on that list. Um, I have, okay. I'm going to change it up a little bit because we've, we've gone very romantic. Yeah. I'm going to talk about the argument about the party game. Okay, sure. Okay, let's go there. So we played a game, Coop, called Coop, Coop. and we were at our friend Justin Joe's house. We learned to play this game on JK Party. At the time, I was a JK Party regular. I'd played this game many, many times. Yes, we're at our friend Justin Joe's house, not from JK. No, other uh, Justin yeah, Joe. other or other Justin Joe friend. Um, and we're like, let's play fucking Coop. This will be fun. We love. Coop. We even postmated it. We postmated it. We had it delivered because we wanted to play it so bad. So then we're playing the game, and I never know if other couples are enjoying it as much as we are, but I know that we were enjoying the game, and we were fucking way into it. Like, yeah. Probably way too into it, right? But there was something that happened in the game. Well, there's also alcohol that happened. Yeah, for sure. Because when you drink, you're very adamant about things. About rules. Yeah. Or, or about my position. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then you flip-flop it, and then you act like that was always your position. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so point point being is that there was something that happened during this game yeah where i just wouldn't let it go and you wouldn't let go like i wouldn't let my point go and you wouldn't let your point go which is like a, a rule about the game or whatever mm -hmm. like that something had happened in the game and like i wouldn't let it go and you wouldn't let it go kind of it was that you want you thought you won something yes and I was like, well, actually, you didn't really, but I'll let you have it. And you're like, wait, no, no, no. How did I not really? How did I not really? How did I? I was like, it doesn't matter. It, we're not taking it seriously. Like, and you're like, no, but I want to know. And then I was like, okay, well, and I explained it. And then you told me I was taking the game too seriously. Right. And I was like, I didn't care about this. You, you were the one that hounded me to tell you why you didn't win that thing. And so that's yeah. why there was a big fight. And I also like... I didn't like the social environment as as the way that you were hounding me to yeah, tell sure. you the rule when I'm trying to let it go. I know, I know. And at that time, <laughs> people on JK Party, the people that were watching JK Party were telling me that I take games too seriously. So at this particular party, I was like, I'm not taking this game seriously yeah. at all. Like, I'm not even, we're just here to have fun. Like, I'm not here to like be competitive Nikki or anything. And so when you were like hounding me to get this rule out, and then I eventually told you the rule, and then you told me I was taking it too seriously. That really felt like you didn't have my back, and I started yeah, bawling, yeah, yeah. crying. And that's what the, that's what I want to get to here. Yeah, is that that was what we got out of that? Because like, dude, it was so funny. Like, uh, this is one of my favorite memories looking back too. Because I'm I'm watching the show, you know, I'm I'm no longer as into it as <laughs> in the show and invested in the show. I'm watching the show now, and dude, <laughs> the next day, because like we went to bed in different rooms and shit, mm -hmm. and I was slept on the couch, or whatever, and. uh the next day, I remember sitting at my pewter, you come into the kitchen, I roll my chair into the hallway where I can look right into the kitchen, and I fucking put my arms behind my head, and I'm like, are you ready to apologize? <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking legend that man is. Can I just say that right now? That man is a motherfucking legend. If I, dude, if you gave me $1,000 right now to recreate that scene in that same moment, I don't know if I could have the balls. I don't know if I could have the balls. If you were any closer to me, you could feel, you could hear the steam coming out of oh my ears. Oh my fucking God. 
I thought I was so in the in the money on this one that I was like, dude, this chick's gonna come downstairs and it's gonna be like, I'm sorry about it. I'm like, yeah, you don't even worry about this shit. <laughs> Suffice it to say, that is not what happened. Mm, it was not. You stormed up the stairs in anger. I was like, hmm. <laughs> completely fucking confused right i was like the coyote who had walked off a cliff and then i looked down and i was like <laughs> i hold up a side it says, help? Oh, yeah help yeah and then i hold up another side that that says you know going down yeah and then uh but then what what was great about this is like you know even though we both had to explain our sides like probably seven times to each other because I was so sure that I was right about this yeah. one. Um, I got to know you a little bit more than I thought I did before mm -hmm. that. And I think that there's just things that about you that I didn't understand. And like for me, you know, you know how I get, I can debate anything and it's yes. no problem. Yes. And I, I don't feel any emotional Emotions, way about yeah. it. I'm just like, let's fucking go. Let's dig in on both sides. Who gives a shit? I love you anyway, right? Like I literally, I literally love that stuff. Yeah, I I am very titillated by debate. Now, when I put you in a social situation where you're trying to maintain your cool, you're actually trying to communicate with me yes. and go, "Hey, let's." I'm trying to chill out. Yeah, and then I'm just keep pushing the button. Yes, and I hate conflict. And it's the, that was the mistake, right? And and now I know that, but I did not know that before. I mm. did not recognize that as much as I know you and stuff. I mean, this was years ago. This was even yeah. I mean, when was this? This was like fucking Two, well, 2018. 2018, I guess? yeah. But yeah, so just from that, I mean, I think I got to understand, like, just get to open like another door that I didn't even know was there. That has helped me so much since then, like. I mean, has anything like that ever happened no. since? So it's just great. It's a great thing to really dig into the why this shit's happening. Yes. And try to understand with the best intentions, right? Because the thing that titillates you <clears throat> makes me cry and, and yeah. so emotional and embarrassed. And I didn't, you know, as much as she had maybe told me that, I don't think I realized how serious that was. Like, I think that I was just like, well, yeah, sure. But you're a big girl. Like, who cares? You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like that kind of bullshit. But it was very, um, I don't know, eye-opening for me. And as somebody who wants to have your back, it just gave me another tool to put in my arsenal. Where I failed you, I'm able to now go, okay, I, that's where I can fix it, right? I, I see that. Well, it gives us a new language to be like, oh, it's this thing again. Like, we know now, if that ever did even start to happen again, it's like, yeah. oh, he's in debate mode, yeah. and I don't like arguing in front of people, and yes. or even if it's about something not related something to us, uh, something stupid, yeah. It's a game, it has I, nothing to do yeah, with us. I just don't yeah, like, I just don't like arguing about it. I don't, at all, it makes me um, feel like I'm in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is stems from childhood and yeah. all kinds of stuff that you dealt with in therapy now. Now we understand more. Yeah. But back then I was just, I was, you know, you always, there's still always still things to learn about your partner. I say, I know you like the back of my hand, but that's only through things that I've learned with you. Well, yeah. And you. the back of your hand starts getting sunspots. Sometimes things change. They start getting wrinkles, you know, not my hand. Your hand does that. <laughs> your hand, Not this your hand, hand cracked to shit it, yeah, when we it, first moved to it Vegas. Did, it did. You it can't even, it can't handle the, it was the red, weather. <laughs> it was a red dog. You used to have the softest hands I've ever felt in my life, and now look at you. Oh, I still do. Now, okay, it's it's calmed down. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, true, very true. Wow, they're back to angel hands. They're back to angel hands, see? <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, that was very, very, very... I know that that's like not the best story as far as when you're hearing it No, it absolutely... Actually, my next one is uh, along a similar vein, mm -hmm. but we will we'll take a break right now. Okay. When we come back, I will tell you about my similar moment that I wrote down. More more after these words from other shit. You don't add things. They, the shit they don't tell you about network. Okay. I know you're the host with the most, but you don't need to brag. You don't need to like put it out there for everyone. Host hosts with the most okay. should have more Mark, to say before the break. Cut this out. Cut this out. Please don't, Mark. Please have my back for once. You never do. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, 
I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out huge amounts. Like, we're not desperate. We're, like, kind of desperate. We're giving shout-outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So, huge shout-out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout-out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Blythe. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Huge. Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> okay. And we are back. And I'm going to tell you about my moment that was very similar in a way that, like, we learned from our biggest blowout fights. or Because yes. we don't really fight that no. uh, that often. Like, we don't fight. We squabble. We squabble, but we don't, we don't really fight. But there's been a few times that we had, like, big... Like, like let's fight. fucking go. Yeah. Let's go. Let's row right now, pal. <laughs> let's <laughs> also, rumble. I get a I'm just an emotional person and when we bring up memories, like I'm not even getting emotional at like that fight, but just like that we learned so much from that. Like yeah. it, it, when you talk about the wedding even, like I'm getting I, know. I didn't expect to get this, this teary eyed. I'm getting shit. very teary eyed. Good shit. But um okay. So I have I put two into one basically because it was just these type of moments um but we the one where i flipped the table yeah i got that one okay you do of course i do <laughs> okay well in the same in the same uh bullet point i put the one this is actually more like the coup one okay um but we were on a show together and i won't say anything other than that um we were on a show that never came out um but we had an argument that turned bad on camera. Oh, true. And it was I forgot so about that. embarrassing. I totally to forgot me. about that. Yeah. And I That's was funny. I was had anxiety for weeks and months after that, just thinking about how it was on camera yeah. and maybe that show would would yeah, yeah, happen. Yeah. And um I uh luckily it didn't. Thank you to the producers behind that show. Yeah. But um it wasn't that I was scared <laughs> of like it wasn't that i was scared of like us fighting in front of people because i think that you know it can be educational i just i i wasn't able to articulate my thoughts correctly because that's another thing with us is that in the moment i need time to like gather all of my thoughts and put them into points and then communicate them and yes. when it's in the moment it's like a mush ball of yes. emotion that I can't because articulate. Because emotions are also in, impacting Are so you. impacted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, My mom's the same way. And so it's like, I know what I want to say, but it's not coming out the way I want to say it. And I know I need to just reformat this, but then now we're on camera. Yeah. And then I, I fear being misunderstood by not only you, but the other person that's on the show with us. And also anybody, anybody that ends up yeah, watching yeah. this is going to think that I'm a freaking nut job because <laughs> I can't stop bawling, crying, and I'm not being articulate right yeah, now. Yeah. And and so it was a lot of things compounded that um, we ended up having to talk about in the car. It was great. On the drive back. And it was, it ended up being really great for our relationship really because there was, that was another thing that we got to communicate that you realized that you were doing in jest, yes. but it wasn't, it was hurtful for me. And I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, I had no idea. Yeah. It kind of came out in a flood. Yeah. Because, you know, before we did the show, like, I think, you know, you had like two drinks or something. And yes. it was just more ready on the tip of your tongue, I think. But I'm so thankful for that. Yeah. For sure. Because it's just another thing where, you know, and since that, have, has that ever happened again? Never. So that's the thing. Like, you. It was another thing where it was like, I felt like you didn't have my back. You didn't think that you were throwing me under the bus for at anything. All. Yeah. At all. Yeah, at all. But the fact that you felt that way and yeah. we're in a relationship. We're not, a, guys, you're not in a logical relationship. You're in a, you're in a, an emotional relationship. Yeah. That's literally what well, a relationship we, is. It's emotions. That's literally what people are. People think that they're so know, logical man. all the time. But emotion, we're more emotional than we are logical. Exactly. But that's what, but you know, a lot of dudes do the the well i'm very logical and she's dude you love your chick right that's yeah. your emotions right she has emotions you have emotions like the idea that even if it's ego or pride yeah but the idea that you you're you know you can't do this emotion shit is bullshit okay it's bullshit mm -hmm. like so she seems like she's being more emotional right now because she's crying but are you really that much better because you're being stubborn as fuck you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. there's there's a silliness going on for the people who do this bullshit where they're like, well, she's getting all emotional. What am I going to do? Yeah. Like, like, I just think that's all bullshit. So well, that's how like suppressed emotions happen. It's going to come out somehow. Exactly. You know, you, you suppress your emotions to come out somehow. And for me, uh, everything comes out as tears as yeah. and crying. My mom's like, the same way. When I'm overjoyed, when I'm angry, when I'm frustrated, when I'm mad, when I'm sad, when I'm, you know, anything, any sort of emotion, it's like a, it's like there's too much in my body, so it comes out through water. My mom could be at the bank, and somebody, you know, some lady told her, or she she went to the bank because she told them to put the check in the in the checking, and it went to savings, and then they had a a, a thing bounce, and she's like, "I told you to put it," you know. She's and she'll start crying talking to the teller yeah. lady, like you know, because she's like, and she's like. Oh, I'm so mad that I'm crying because like, I yeah. just want to. I just want to be mad. Then you just you're then, more frustrated at yourself. Yeah, you're for frustrated crying. yourself. You think yeah. you look silly. And but then I just remember being a kid and, and and just trying to listen to my mom no matter what. It's like just because she's crying doesn't mean that what she's saying is stupid. And even though she thinks that she sounds stupid, I'm like nothing you're saying is really that stupid. Because you've been told all your life that you sound stupid for like, hey, why don't you stop crying yeah, first? Don't be and emotional. Then try to, Go and to then, your room. And it's like, oh, I just want to get my point across. I'm I'm so mad at my body for betraying me by crying when I'm trying to get my point across. Yeah, and I'm just very thankful that I had her. I'm so up. thankful that you had her growing up. There's no boyfriend I've ever had that's understood me like you do. Well, listen to my mom. I, you know, I got a lot from it. So, yeah. so you know, yeah, I don't think she even realizes how much she's impacted my life in that way. Like where she's just. And your mom's a strong lady too. She's the toughest bird around. She's so. super smart. Super smart. Super Whip strong. Smart. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, exactly. It just drives me So nuts. the thought that like emotions make, make dumb. her dumb yeah. is and so she, crazy. Because she feels too. dumb and that's wrong. Right? I feel dumb too. Yeah. I totally get her. I know, I know. I feel like. Because I can't, which is a dumb thing to think you're dumb for not being able to manage emotions. Like you, yeah. it's not a dumb, it's not an IQ thing. But that goes back to I'm rooting for your point of view, right? Yeah, I, I'm rooting for like what you mean right now. And so just even if you think it sounds silly, I'm like, okay, but what do you mean? And that's part of the you know the debate part of my brain too is I can't wait to hear what people are thinking. Yeah. So, so even if you disagree with them, you at least know their point of view. That's it. Yeah. That's exactly how I feel too. So yeah, it's um, it's all kind of baked into that cake. But so you have the flipping the table one. Do you want to talk about that? One? Yeah, well, I I called it um, particularly. I called it uh, the end of my coffee table's life. <laughs> I also think it's funny, like as when you were talking about before, as now an observer of the movie, looking back. Yes. I mean, we have two different perspectives of how well, we have the same like idea of how it went down, but like from two v different viewpoints of, yes. <laughs> of the way this went down. And I just think it's so funny thinking about one camera following me and one following you. Well, yeah, and I, exactly. But the the idea that um, I could go back in time and tell those two that this would be like one of your favorite moments of your relationship is yeah. wild. But it also is, just goes to show how productive we are yeah. with arguments. If you can make an argument productive, you guys are going to fucking break through some shit. So true. Like, you're going to break through all this bullshit. And, dude, if you got to take on life together and you can't figure it out with each other, yeah. good luck. Exactly. Good luck. Don't go pushing 
weddings and babies and houses on yourself if you don't get these basics figured yeah, out you first. Get, you gotta pound it's through It's just gonna make arguments. things worse. Exactly. So yeah. You know, basically it was an argument uh, about dishes. About toothpaste. About toothpaste, thank you. Yeah. Um, but you were doing the dishes at the time there or something. There was two arguments about toothpaste. No, we were coming back upstairs from the, the car. I just remember this so vividly. Okay, you take it away, computer brain. <laughs> we were coming back up from the car and or it was coming back up from the garage. I don't know if we were doing laundry or what it was, but we were I just specifically remember coming up from the the garage cuz there was also a fumbling of keys and it was just like the whole thing was getting exaggerated by different things happening. Okay, annoying things. Annoying things happening. And one was an argument was about toothpaste and how you always leave the cap off and then the other one was about how you think it's gross that i only brush my teeth once a day and you brush your teeth twice a day like a legend and a champ myself. <laughs> yeah. and then i said well you don't floss and i like at the time and i floss all the time so or am i lesser or more gross than you i did and get obsessed with flossing you afterwards that, yeah but at the time i was like Fuck you, you're not better than me. I floss. <laughs> and like, I remember that. And then also like, well, okay, you think I'm gross for only brushing my teeth once a day. My whole family brushes their teeth once a day. You think my whole family's gross? And I was like, yeah, I and do actually. Yeah. I do. <laughs> and it just started evolving <laughs> because it was like, it became like this from a nothing conversation to like this actual fucking huge co like argument conversation. And you, it ended with you saying you want to go on a break. Yeah. I think that, um, Dude, I think honestly, I just needed to lash out because I was still, you know, I had felt maybe um, influenced by my previous relationship where like, you know, it's like when you come kind of are starting to figure out like more about yourself and like, you know, I was doing real life trolling at the time and like it was all going really well and you know, I felt like this great surge of independence, especially once I got dumped. I was like, you know, I'm uh, I'm never going to love anybody as much as comedy. I remember, I remember saying that to you. <laughs> and I remember telling, uh, you know, basically like setting some ground rules down. Like you're not going to change me. Okay? Yeah. Like that kind of shit. And then once I felt like you were trying to change me. Yeah, exactly. This bitch. <laughs> but once I felt like encroached on like oh you're trying to change me okay motherfucker you know what i mean like i yeah. felt like overly defensive and my porcupine spikes came out and it was total bullshit total total bullshit move um that i don't recommend to anyone insofar as telling somebody that you like are breaking up with them or whatever yeah that shit is you better fucking either mean it or you better never say it again you know yeah I mean? and and i think your projections too were triggering my uh ex relationship where i felt like it was a one-way street where i felt like he would take post pictures with other people but not with me and then you were kind of doing the same thing yep, yep. because you wanted to establish this independence mm -hmm. and it, it was just like a okay i'll never be loved the same way back as i love someone else like i will always be the one that loves the other person more i will always be the chaser i will never be the one chased yeah and so that moment was like cool another one yeah and so i just like he said let's go on a break and i just fucking <sighs> exploded do not break up with this one without a security <laughs> team you need a security personnel i didn't want to i wasn't gonna hurt anybody no, I but i like yeah i was like fucking leave then and i just flipped the whole coffee table and ran into the bathroom i didn't mean it to break it i know <laughs> i'm I so sorry coffee table well she was her time, but so, yeah. So uh, you bought it with your ex, so. I did exactly. You just you hated that table. I know you always hated that table. <laughs> That's not true. Because of all the memories. Yeah, because all the good memories with that <laughs> table. <laughs> so yeah, it, it was one of those things where I remember I stormed, you know, into the basically hallway kitchen that we had at the time, where she used to shoot all the Tasty Tuesdays in this little tiny little fucking hallway. Yeah. And, it's uh, called a galley kitchen, but it bullshit. was a hallway. <laughs> yeah, it's dude. Yeah. Cruise ships have like bigger fucking yeah. kitchens and in in, in in low budget rooms. But so I remember, yeah, standing there, and uh, you know, probably your angles. You you went to the bathroom. You went into the bathroom and closed the door. And I curled into a ball on the floor. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I wanted uh, to shut the whole world out. And I immediately was like, "Wow, I did not mean that at all. I am just being overly." 
defensive. I had a really, you know, I think I, I have a good emotional intelligence. Yeah, you do. So I was able to assess the situation almost like an out-of-body experience, like quickly, very quickly, because I, I don't even think you were in there for five minutes before I came back in. Yeah, I wasn't. And so I was, but I just, it was just this beautiful moment of like, of realization of like. Yeah, you held me. Yeah. I, uh, but I, I told myself, I was like, if you go back and if you go in there right now and you say, I'm sorry, and you say, you know, I don't want it that. Yeah. You can never do this to yeah. her again. You can never do this to her again. Because the people who do that shit, we're breaking up. No, we're not. We're breaking up. No, we're not. Like you're just using that as leverage. Well, you're actually destroying to to, your yeah, relationship you're destroying slowly. You're destroying yeah. the security of relationship. The security of relationship is the number one thing you need. Because then your partner thinks, oh, it could end at any minute. Any minute, and any then day. They're, they're like, well, maybe I should end it first. And exactly. then they start, it starts becoming like you both have nuclear war buttons. Yeah, and then get, good luck with your arguments after that, by the way. Yeah. Because you guys have no fucking foundation, so now you're just scared shitless going into any argument yeah somebody gets walked on maybe somebody else doesn't somebody's like please don't break up with me somebody else is like okay cool couch out of my needs and then you both are unhappy so yeah fuck that shit i i feel like that moment was such a solidifier because i wasn't used to people coming back so like i just fully expected you to leave and i'm not a storm never come back so when you Aww. came back and you you hugged me, I was just like, I just couldn't believe you came back. Oh, baby, I love you so much. Oh, my God. Can't believe I ever put you in any pain at all. Somebody this sweet should never, ever even cry. It fucking drives me nuts. But I cry at everything. I'm really happy right now, okay? <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, no, I, I don't know, man. It's because I really do believe in having security in your relationship. That I was like, dude, I, there's no way I can ever do this to her again. I never have. No. I, I'm happy to say. Also. And you said that too. You said, I, I will never ever do this to you again. Yep. And then we pulled the arrows out. It was that same day. That's exactly right. Yeah. And if you're newer, pulling the arrows out is like, you know, everybody, every relationship, I feel like you take wounds like we're talking about literally yeah. right now. But the reason why we got through these together is because we, you know, did this really corny thing that I came up with where you... You, you pretend to pull an arrow out of your body. You say what it is. And then if you can move on from it and this, that's. You say what the thing was that, that, that you were holding on to, the resentment yes. thing that you were holding on to. And don't do this if you can't let it go. Yeah. You have or to you're be not able pulling to arrows. 1000% let it go. You're showing arrows, not pulling arrows. You, yeah. gotta, you can't just show yeah, them. You got to pull. Good. Thank you. Uh, God, you're, the, you're the host with I'm the most. Fucking the host with the most. Holy shit. But no, you, you're just showing them. You're not, you're, not, you're not actually pulling them. And you need to pull them, right? You need to, you need to heal. It's time to move on. So yeah, sh show them, break it over your fucking knee, and then that's when you let it go, okay? You physically manifest this thing so and that you can let it go. Allow the other person to say, I'm sorry, and that's and then it. that forgiveness can happen, and it heals. And it really does work. It really does heal. I think everybody in our lives has benefited from the arrow pulling method, which yeah. I, I really should have turned into a, like a fucking seven-course thing. Trademarked it, yeah. Should have trademarked it. Should have been like... 60 bucks a fucking Tony thing. Tony Robbins is going to do it on stage and you're going to be like, fuck. I'll be like, fucking Tony. I should have gotten my royalties. You know? And then he calls himself the host of the most. I'm like, well, great. And now I'm really fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I was betting it all on that. God, God damn it. Yeah, you should trademark Crypto King right now. <laughs> I'm going to run. But no, yeah. So so um, that was huge. Yeah. That was huge. That was right before our one year anniversary. Yeah, I that, just remember like we didn't even make it a year. I was like, I thought yeah. this was the love of my life, and we didn't even make it a year. So that was the capper of our. We we was talking about our tumultuous first year, but that was really the beginning of the actual Nikki and Steve that you guys know today. Yeah, where we really understand each other. Uh huh. Like that day was like watershed moment. Like we went to war together and we won. Because we were just bickering all the time over the stupidest shit, over the dumbest stuff, like the dumbest stuff. It, it's like we just didn't want to get hurt again yeah and that was it and we were just punishing each other for yeah it was just like oh there he goes again he's doing that thing again that like i've de I've dealt with for years i fucking know about this thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you too i'm like oh cool you're gonna try to control me yeah good luck with that uh -huh. good luck with that <laughs> i went through that before it's not gonna happen this not time. gonna happen blah, 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 blah. oh i love you more than me that you yeah. love me that's cool i'm used to it i'm used to being a fucking doormat so I'm that's like, cool you think we're gonna make a youtube series together <laughs> i'd rather kill myself 
Because like, I because I didn't get I didn't no. have the opportunity to kill myself before. Actually, asshole, I just wanted one picture of us together on your Instagram. You just want just one picture. Exactly. You know, you could do it in, with every other person that you work with, but not fucking me. Okay, cool. That's cool. Anyway, can you believe we're over it? <laughs> so, well, honestly, like there was this one time where I was like, I can't believe I'm actually mad about this, but you would tweet your ex every year on her oh, birthday yeah. and you didn't give me a birthday tweet. And I was like, I don't care about the birthday tweet at all. Yeah. I just care that she got it and I didn't. Well, I, I thought and, because I got you a card, I was I, I didn't think of anything about it. Yeah. And But then, yeah. It, it added to the like, oh, it's secret. Like you don't want the world to know that you like me. But isn't that great that you communicated that to me? Yeah. And then I'm like, oh my God, I love you so much. I want to show you my love. Thank you for communicating that. Yeah. Now that's never been a problem since. And I haven't, it's not like every year I'm like, where's my birthday tweet? No, it's, it's not like, like that. It's not no, like that. No, it's just like that one, the first year where I was like, wow, like every year he would do that for her. Like, cause he was so proud to tell the world that he loves her. But then like, for me, it's like, oh no. But understanding your love language. Cause I didn't yeah. think anything of it because we, I saw you every day, every night. Yeah. And like, I, I gave you card and like all this stuff. And then, but, the, but then, but knowing that I'm like, oh, that's, no, I will handle that. No, no big deal. But because you voiced your need, a lot of people out there don't, a lot of people out there sit on it and they're just like, he should already know and all this shit. But yeah. we knock a lot of these problems down because we just fucking go, Hey, I want this. And you're, and I'm like, okay, I want to give you that. Yeah, it was it was less about the tweet and more about that like underlying security where, yes. you know, you came in with all these like ground rules establishing your independence and like comedy comes first and stuff. And it's like, wow, I think he liked his ex-girlfriends more than he liked comedy. But for me, I'm being kind of, you know. Show by the wayside, yeah. Yeah, when I thought that in the beginning, like I thought that like on our first date that we were kind of like equal in this. We we were the yeah whole we time. were we were I mean but, but yeah I was yeah. insecure about it I and I was insecure about the security aspect exactly yeah all right well cool uh now I can't cover up that I cry all the time yeah you do hopefully the producers of the show don't show me crying all the all the whole the whole time they will um yeah okay next one mm -hmm. I have is is my turn right. I think so. You yeah. kind of, you kind of, yeah, yeah you kind of, um, yeah, yeah, that's, it's that your turn. Okay. Yeah. Argument about leaving parties. Oh, I think that's, was that on mine? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this one helped me a yeah. lot. This one helped me a lot. So another thing that, that was just an, another thing about understanding you versus like, you know, being selfish for myself. Yeah. I am a very extroverted person. I literally recharge when I'm in public. I literally recharge when I'm hanging out, talking with people. I love being around people. Even, you know, like, you know, I could just go sit at a restaurant alone, hear people around me, and for some reason it just refills my soul battery, and I love it. Right? Yeah. Even if it's like that, right? So we would go to, to like house parties or whatever, and it would be Nikki always was like, Hey, I have to go after a certain time or else I'll fall asleep. And I and you know, it was never a big deal if she fell asleep. Everyone always thought that Nikki's like the best and like if she fell asleep like she, nobody cared so I didn't think it was like a big fucking thing but it happened enough at a bunch of our pals places yeah. where you were like embarrassed about it I was yeah and, and like when you tell me it's time to go I like keep on saying bye to people but then like I keep on doing bits with people it or goes whatever for hours. It goes forever yeah. yeah or even if it's 30 minutes or even if it's 45 minutes it's like that's bullshit right like for you because you're like I need yeah. to go I mean, that's usually like hours. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but but yeah, because you'd be like, let's leave at like twelve, and then we don't leave till like one thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah, we um we're leaving this party after same thing happened. You know, I I probably gotten away with this a bunch of times. Yeah. But it was um, just you know. It was like again, the last straw. Last straw. Yeah. I was being selfish. You wanted to leave. I wasn't quite ready. I was still getting my juju from it all. And then we get in the car and you just fucking light me up. You're like, you know, this sucks. Like, if I say we gotta go, we gotta go. Cause like, I don't feel like you're having my back. And you, there's nothing better that you can say to Steve Green than I don't think you're having my back. Like, you got, I have your attention, right? Mm. So it's like, okay, I didn't realize how big a deal this was. Like, I didn't realize like how s seriously you felt about feeling embarrassed if you fell asleep or whatever. Well, and, it was, but it was, mostly, yeah. but, but paramount to that, it was just me not listening to you. To you establishing a need, you know, like who cares if like, uh, you know, you fall asleep and you feel embarrassed and it's like, oh, you don't have to feel embarrassed. That's not what you were trying to tell me. 
You're trying to tell me, hey, if I need if I need this from you, that's when you need to make sure that you have my back and get me out of there. Yeah. Be- because you, what the <laughs> fuck, Tommy? Because you only have enough energy yeah. in social situations. Your meter goes down and you got nothing left. Uh-huh. And then you start to panic. Yeah. And I didn't know that. Because I don't want to appear rude or curt with anybody. Yeah. But I just don't have any energy left to put on like a social mask. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, so that's what I mean. It was total bullshit on my part. And having gone through that, like it was a big eureka moment for me. Like, and it's never happened since. No. If you say we got to go, I'm like, see you guys. See you in hell. Yeah. And, and vice versa too. I mean, like with your needs of being an extrovert, like I want to make sure you get your you fuel. Do. You're you know? the best about it. You're the best about it. Even like what, even what we've been doing lately has been awesome for me. I love it. I love it. <laughs> if so, it's both of our needs. It's great. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, that actually wasn't on my list, but um, uh, let's see. Oh, okay. Well, these two are pretty quick, but um, one is all the times you'll, you'll just drop whatever you're doing if I really need emotional support. I just can't tell you how much that means to me like that. Like literally any time during the day, no matter what you're doing, if I really needed you, you would drop it all right there, like right there. Like that's so crazy to me because I can't do that all the time, you know, where I'm like, so like I need, I'm on this and da da da. I mean, if you really needed me, I obviously would, I would drop it. But I think that I'm a little bit more needy more frequently (laughs) where like I just need to be hugged or like I need a hug or I need to need you to talk me out of something or whatever and that you'll you're just always there. Always. Like you're my rock. I I love to be needed. So it it fits me really well cuz your love language matches mine yeah, in that it really way. Does. Yeah. Like I like that you need me for things and you know it's not that you're it's not that you can't stand up without me or blah blah blah. And it's I just the, do think that your emotional intelligence is off the charts like where you I don't have to say a lot of words to get it across of what how what I'm going through. What you're trying to say, yeah. 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 Emotionally. Again, thanks to my mom. Yeah. I, I really all credit to her. And especially with, you know, dropping everything for you. My mom did that for us every minute of every waking day, like growing up. Like that that's was awesome. That was how she showed me love and that's how I show love. That's so, really cool. Prioritizing and you're my number one, right? So it's like prioritizing you. Yeah is if that's your person if you marry this person that's your fucking number one there is no comp competition it's just like that's your person yeah so like if you need me well guess what you're top of the fucking chart that's it so my therapist was helping me realize that i spent you know a lot of my childhood alone and not to the not to my parents fault they were both working full-time jobs and they left me with a babysitter in the first you know eight years of my life and then um and then i started being like a latchkey kid and you know, I was entertained by the TV and I never really thought I was lonely, but I kind of was, you know, like, but I just didn't know because I didn't know it had anything to compare to. Yep. So when I had feelings come up, like there was no person there to like comfort or whatever. Like, so my emotional security blanket was just really short. Right. And, um, and you like lengthened it for sure. And then my last one is when we watched Californication for an entire week in Costa Rica. <laughs> I love that one. Dude, we love that show, Californication. Yeah. We love that show. So background, I mean, we're getting towards the end of the episode here, yeah. but um, we were in Costa Rica. We'd booked uh, eight days there because we're going to another country. I like to add a little bit extra uh, another day on there from the week because two of the days are taken up by traveling. So we have eight days in Costa Rica, and on the second day there, Steve dropped to the ground with kidney stones. Can't get enough morphine to save his life. Super fun. Uh, He is bedridden, can't move, can't do anything. We can't go home because we can't even, we're in such a remote part of the, of the, country thanks trip advisor <laughs> that yeah we're you on fucks. a the farthest peninsula away from an airport like it the roads were dirt like it wasn't a tourist town at all where we were it, there was no way that we could get him to an airport um with the condition he was in and uh the doctors just kept saying to wait it out so i thought i'd never dealt with kidney stones before 
Um, so I thought like, okay, like one, two, three days. Okay, we'll still, have, we'll still have like four yeah. more days left of our vacation. And it was not one, two, or three days. It actually went on for weeks because then we came back and it was Christmas time and you couldn't get the surgery that you needed like in time. And um, But at the time... Because we found out it was like a millimeter big. Millimeter, yeah, yeah. It was huge. I couldn't pass it. Couldn't pass it. So we dropped all of our plans in Costa Rica and I would go to the grocery store around the corner. It was like a little village that we were in, basically. And I would go to the grocery store... On an ATV. On an ATV... <laughs> pick up groceries i had to pay in cash and one time i didn't have cash on me so i had to go to the bank but it was closed and so i had to go to the atm machine and ate my debit card then i had to go to the bank the next day to try to get my debit card back and they they needed my my passport to verify that it was mine i ended up leaving my passport there and then i couldn't get your medication it was just a chain of unfortunate events she held it together when you need i'm telling you (laughs) nikki doesn't seem like she's got it all together sometimes because she might fall apart but i'm telling you when you need her you could not have a better person in your corner. She's the fucking... I will she'll, fight to she'll the end. destroy anybody. I will be crying the whole time, but yes. I will fight to the end That's to get right. what I need to get done. Which is funny because today you were wearing a shirt this morning that says, <laughs> sometimes I fall apart and it's a taco. Yeah. And I'm like, that is you. But you are a hard shell taco. And it tastes good. Yeah. So, yeah, I I would just go to the grocery store, get ingredients, cook meals like as if we were at home. It was I was cooking and cleaning like we were at home. It was not a vacation, but... We the only thing we could do was watch Netflix on my laptop because he couldn't leave the the bedroom. He couldn't he couldn't leave anywhere. the bed, yeah. and so we just mostly would eat spaghetti, watching Californication. It was great for the entire eight days. It was great, and it was fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, why did we even pick this show? Do you remember that we picked it? Because well, you picked it. Yeah, um, I picked you it. You had just started. You turned it on randomly, and yeah. it had eight seasons. And I had always wanted to watch it but i had never like tried to watch heard it. Of it but yeah. i was like i don't know same i think i tried to watch it one time and i just got bored or something never made it past the first episode i love that show so much i would watch it again right same. now same i got so addicted to their characters and i love the characters it felt like, felt they, were like my they were my family, family. Yeah. yeah it was great i get too addicted to tv show characters in an unhealthy way yeah attachment issues also really related to dick Hovney in that show i mean he's like a he's like you you're know. a sex addict yeah he tries to fuck everybody he sees but great no great, great. in so far as like he's got his one chick and then he doesn't give a fuck you know yeah like i really relate to that also he's like a writer and stuff so i was like yeah i really i really i think the way guy. they they did it too was good where you're rooting for him because you're like why would i root for him he's fucking all these girls while he's saying he loves this other girl but the way they set it up was that she actually cheated on him in their marriage so it's like they were both kind of at fault yes they're it's a great show. Yeah, it's a wonderful show. Highly, highly recommend. Highly recommend it. But the fact that we spent our entire vacation that cost thousands of dollars just watching Netflix, eating because uh, we had no other choice, and it was with, still great with, with you. Prego. Yeah, <laughs> but it was still great with you. It was because it was us. It was, exactly. Yeah, that that was a game, not a game changer, but it solidified that part that I always knew was there. That. We don't need anything. We don't need no. the bells and whistles. That it could just be us stuck in a room for eight days straight watching Californication, and I still love it. That's what happens when you when you're with your best friend. It really yeah is everything. But you know, and then people always say like, well, you know, or I always have that thought of like, hey, when you're retired with this person, and like yeah. say all the kids moved out and everybody's moved away, or whatever, how are you gonna do with them? I'm like, oh, fucking leave me and Nikki alone. No fucking problem, bro. Who knows how many hobbies I'll have by then? Exactly, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we'll still be checking out new restaurants and new Shit. things, and you're gonna want to talk to everybody there, and I'm gonna be dude, doing some activity. Dude, how in funny the corner. is it that I have I have um, regulars at the local <laughs> casino? Like I have buddies at the bar. At the bar, yeah. And like you have like poker, poker friends, buddies over yeah. there. And like I would say the median age of my buddies are, is like sixty. Yeah, <laughs> mine's probably about forty. Yeah, yeah. And it's fucking something. a blast. <laughs> I love it. It's great. I think was that all of your list? Well, my last one's Supermoon. It's kind of a double beat oh, because yeah. you know it's kind of like the night before yeah. we got married. Kind of same kind same of situation. Feeling same vibe. Yeah. Um, very romantic, but also, you know, just to really backfill that memory, you know, me and Nikki were driving back from Santa Barbara one night mm-hmm. and we saw the super moon, which was like an unbelievable event. Mm-hmm. It's huge. And we got it was just out, a huge moon. We got out of the car and we went under it and we were looking at it. And, and we, we were at the on a beach. On a beach. And we were just 
I don't know, man. Like we kind of made out under it, and like yeah, and I jumped. Well, I jumped into your arms, and it was kind of sick. It was pretty sick. Kind of a great moment, and yeah, it's just one of those things where like it was a know, movie moment. It was a movie moment, but like you know, we're all on this earth for so long, and like, but the planet has been here so much longer than all of us, and that celestial body's been there for fucking ever, and the fact that you know, over all the eons, all these other people got to stand under it, and you know, we and, and have their moments. And we did too. I just feel part of the tapestry that was life in a beautiful way. Oh, I never thought about it that way. That's beautiful. Thank you. I like the connectedness. Exactly. It's like a. With, it, it feels like eons of love and us like together. Just another thread in the big blanket. It's so beautiful. You should be a screenwriter. Nah, I'd probably write kids movies or something. Yeah, true. Because <laughs> then you're the host with the most. And uh, that's our show for today. Th- happy 200 episodes. Yay. Hey. If you've been listening for since the beginning, thank you for being here. We really appreciate you. Seriously, you guys if are amazing. you could rate us five stars on iTunes, that would be sick. Recommend us to a friend. Recommend to a friend. All that jazz. Um, also, if you have a question, you would like to ask us anything, whether it's relationships or otherwise, podcast at nikki.limo that's podcast at n-i-k-k-i dot l-i-m-o you can also check out our patreon it helps support the show as well and also there's a whole bunch of stuff that we do on there um it's patreon.com slash sticky s-t-i-k-k-i steve does his crypto corner a live stream like a three-hour live stream every week um we also have extra episodes of shit they don't tell you called shit they don't tell you after dark where it's kind of more intimate and we do a live stream together, uh, the sticky stream, once a month, where we make a drink oh, and so hang fun. with all of and you we guys. Get to hang with all you guys on the live. Play a game usually. And now we have the ability to add way more people to, to the live, which is super cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We usually have, invite people to come on stream, and it's a good time. And the people in the Discord are just amazing. The best They're gems. The, best, the gems. best Patreon group I've ever encountered in my life. And yeah, I might be a little biased, but probably not. I think it actually is the best. Also, if you have questions for Tomo, Podcast at Nikki.lima. He only loves cuddling like this with you. Dude, he is the best. He loves He's you. my little buddy. I he love- just crawled up here, just fucking plopped. He's the, the best. best. Franklin was here, but he got he didn't like if that. If you're not watching on on the tubes, I'll tell you what, Tom was being pretty cute in my lap right now. They're like, we're good. They're like, we don't give a shit. I don't give <laughs> Oh what, I've never seen the fucking cat cuddling with somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine hating on that. It's like, oh okay. My bad. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right, love you well, guys. Have Bye-bye. a good one. Bye-bye. Later.